What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Monday, January 6th. Hopefully, all you guys are having a good start to your week. Grind hard. Keep doing what you got to do. Count your blessings. Don't complain too much. Ignore all the BS. It's going to come around, but you just got to walk through it. You got to get through it. You can't let it hold you back or hinder you. But hopefully, as I said, all you guys are doing good. You know, again, count your blessings. Just keep doing you. Be grateful and just keep pushing to achieve all your goals and whatever you want out of this life. But with that being said, so yesterday in East Lansing, Michigan, my Michigan State Spartans played our rivals of the Michigan Wolverines and we beat them by a score of 87 to 69, even though the score was much uh, or excuse me, even though the score didn't really show exactly how the game went. Trust me, it was a much closer game than what it seemed like. Now, going into this game. Uh, my Michigan State Spartans had a record of 11 and three, and uh, Michigan had a record of 10 and three. And so, currently, we're ranked number 14, um, and then Michigan's ranked number 12. But I'm sure the rankings will change in a minute. But regardless, so first and foremost, before I get into the box score and talk about the actual game, I just want to say so. I follow a couple Michigan fans on Twitter and Instagram, and I've seen a lot of them complaining and making excuses about one the refs, which First of all, the refs weren't the best refs, but they definitely called a fair game. I'll tell you guys that right now. They called both sides. Even though they called a lot of BS calls, at least it was BS calls on both ends of the floor. Trust me, it was a lot of fouls that shouldn't have been called. But regardless, the refs weren't as bad as people made them out to be. The second excuse that Michigan fans used was that they didn't have Isaiah Livers, who, yes, is one of their best scorers. Yes, is probably their best three-point shooters. But that does not matter. You know why it doesn't matter, or it does matter, but I'm going to tell you why it's not that big of a deal than what they're trying to make it out to be. Because last year, as my Spartans went to Ann Arbor to play Michigan, I believe we were ranked number 10 at the time. I think they were ranked number 7, even though rankings don't matter like that. We didn't have Joshua Langford, who was missing with an injury at the time, and Nick Ward had just got hurt. I believe he hurt his wrist at the time. And both of those guys are important players. And even forgetting Joshua Langford, Nick Ward was one of our best players on that team. And, you know, I'm, I'm just saying forget Josh Langford because he's been hurt for so long now. But Nick Ward was still a very crucial part of that team. And he was still a very important reason to why we made it to the Final Four. So I just want to put that out there. And last year, Michigan, I will say this. The Wolverines had a, a more talented team last year. They're one through eight of whatever they had with um, Teske, Charles Matthews, um, Iggy Brasdingas, um, Xavier Simpson, all those guys They had a much more talented team. Beeline had a talented, talented team. But our camaraderie for my Michigan State Spartans beat them out with Matt McQuaid, obviously Cassius, Kenny Goins, and that squad. And so I'm not not with all the excuses. It's a rivalry game. It's the Big Ten. It's one of the best rivalries in all the college basketball. Yes, Michigan, Michigan State, to me personally, it's up there with the Dukes, North Carolina, Kentucky, Louisville. I think it's, it's probably right there at number three, to be honest with you guys. But regardless, I'm not doing the excuses. So... Let me get into the box score real quick, and then we'll get into the game. So, for Michigan, um, Brandon, or as I stated, uh, Isaiah Livers did not play. He was dealing with a groin injury. I believe they said he's out indefinitely, so hopefully he has a speedy recovery, and hopefully he'll play in our next game, the t- next time we see them in February, um, in the first week of February. So, the box score. Brandon Johns Jr. scored 12 points, 2 rebounds, and 1 steal. John Teske had 15 points, 5 rebounds, 1 steal, and 2 blocks. Xavier Simpson had 14 points, 8 assists, 5 rebounds, and 1 steal. Franz Wagner had 10 points, 7 rebounds, 1 steal, and 1 block. Eli Brooks had 2 points, 3 assists, 5 rebounds, and 1 steal. 
Austin Davis had seven points, four rebounds, and one steal. And David Julius had eight points, one assist, and two rebounds, one steal, and one block. For my Michigan State Spartan Dogs, Xavier Tillman had 20 points, three assists, 11 rebounds, one steal, and six blocks. Aaron Henry had six points, one assist, eight rebounds, and two blocks. Gabe Brown had six points, six rebounds, one block, and almost a murderous uh, missed dunk attempt. Marcus Bingham had five points, six rebounds, and two blocks. Cassius Winston had a career high in points, 32 points off 11 and 19 shooting, nine assists, two rebounds, and one steal. Malik Hall added six points, one assist, and two rebounds. Rocket Watts had eight points and one rebound. And Kyle Arns had four points, one assist, and one steal. Now, I'll tell you guys this. Going into this game, I knew we were going to win, but I was really concerned about one thing. And this is just a one minor little thing. We struggle versus guarding elite big men. And yes, John Teske is an elite big man, but I'm going to tell you what his weakness is in a minute. But... We all watched the Duke game. We struggled mightily versus an elite big like Vernon Carey. And, you know, I think the only reason we struggle with it right now is just due to the fact that we don't have a lot of experience when it comes to post players. Like, obviously, Julius Marble is young. Thomas Kithier is young. Marcus Bingham is young. Xavier Tillman, even though he's guarded big man for a while now, he's still kind of inexperienced in that role in general, offensively and defensively. So it's going to take some time. But I think by the time March comes and even by the time the Big Ten tournament comes, um, and earlier, probably earlier than that, the end of the Big Ten regular season, I think we'll be fine in that department. But again, John Teske is a really good player in the post, especially. And that was what exactly what they did coming out the gate. They gave him the ball. I believe he's like seven one. Um, and he is just he's good. Like I can't even deny it. he is a really good player. When he gets the ball in the post, he gets two feet in the paint. He's almost unstoppable. Like he's a really, really good player. And that's exactly what happened for them. Luckily for us, though. Cassius Winston, just like versus Illinois, came out hot and versus Northwestern. He probably, honestly, I'm not even going to lie. I could talk about Cassius Winston this entire podcast because he probably had his best game in a Michigan State uniform, but, like, he just put on a show. Like, I can't even think of all the highlights that he put on today. Like, he was really a maestro, a John Rothstein said. Shout out to John Rothstein. But, yeah, he came out. I believe he started off the game with a mid-range jumper, came back down, gave to Xavier Tillman off a little trail back pass Xavier Tillman hit a three and honestly both teams offenses were rolling early and it felt like my Spartan dogs were just gonna blow Michigan out the water but that was not the case and I give a lot of credit to Michigan because their team coach Izzo even said it himself their team did not give up that entire game it was a couple times where it seemed like the game was getting out of hand and Michigan kept fighting themselves back into the game they got really really good minutes out of Austin Davis now Austin Davis is an interesting player because I've watched a few Michigan's games this year. I watched when they went to Illinois and they lost that game. I watched when they played at home versus Oregon and they lost that game. And I lost when they played versus Creighton in the Gabbitt games and they won that game. But Austin Davis doesn't really play a lot. And again, he gave them some really good minutes. He was rebounding hard. He was finishing. He had a couple nice moves in the post. He had a, a up and under that he made that was really good. He had a nice little left-handed hook shot that he made. He's a really solid player. I'm not going to lie. He doesn't play a lot again, but I think, you know, with Livers being out, I think he had no choice but to play. Coach Howard hadn't had to put him in, and he delivered. Like, somebody has to step up. When I know for Michigan State, when one of our players gets hurt, we always have that mentality that is next man up, and I'm sure Jawan Howard will eventually develop into that too, but that's pretty much what happened for them, but Aside from that, I'd probably say, uh, again, the game was completely controlled by Cash Winston. Anything he wanted to do, and he just did it. And honestly, you know, a lot of people probably won't give this guy credit, but Xavier Tillman played one of his best games in his career, too. Like, 
every time Kachet had the ball, he sets him a screen. He either slip it, he pop it, or whatever. He he he'd even flare sometimes. He get the ball and he make a play. I think the best play of this game was in the first half. Was I think it was about 11 minutes in the game. We had the ball. Of course, we were in transition. Cassius Winston threw the ball full court to Thomas Kithier. He barely caught it. He was going to have trouble landing. He almost traveled. He throws it before he travels to the corner. Remind you, he caught it in the post, like almost under the rim. He throws it to the corner for Kyle Arns, and he hits a three. I think that play, and it was another play where Cassius Winston, of course, was getting a, a screen from Xavier Tillman. He threw, he threw it. He slipped the screen. Xavier did, and he caught, he caught it. The defense is rotated over towards him. Gabe Brown was wide open in the corner, and Gabe Brown knocked down the shot. Now, this team is really picking up the camaraderie. They're finally finding everything together. They're turning into a unit. And that today, or excuse me, last night or yesterday, they really, really showed that this team is going to be good. And we all already knew that, but last night, or excuse me, yesterday, I don't know why I keep saying last night, but yesterday, they just kept doing it. Like, they just really look like an elite team. The only thing that was concerning me yesterday was that they weren't rebounding as good as they can like it was a couple opportunities that they should have had some rebounds that they didn't have there was a couple of times where I think it was Marcus Bingham and somebody else got the ball poked away from him after they got the defensive board and Xavier Simpson somehow ended up with it but nonetheless it was still a great game again they got some really good minutes like Franz, Franz Wagner is a really really good player I got to give him credit he's not necessarily his older brother yet Mo Wagner but I think honestly it's a chance that he might be better. Like he's a really good three-point shooter. I'd probably say he's a better three-point shooter at this, at their, you know, at their respective ages. And I think Mo is, is a better post player. Obviously, he's clearly stronger. I think, you know, Franz needs to get in the weight room a little bit more, but he's still a really good player. And Xavier Simpson, I know a lot of people will get on his case, but Michigan fans at least will get on his case. I know he's not Cassius Winston because Cassius Winston is on a whole nother level. Um, and that's just for every point guard in the nation. But Xavier Simpson played a really good ball game. He's not a scorer like that, but he knows how to share the sugar. He knows how to spread the wealth. He knows how to get his teammates involved and get them the shots that they need in order to, for this team to be successful. And you got to give them credit for that. But again, man, my Spartan dogs, we just played our best game of the season, to be honest with you. I thought we played our best game of the season the other day versus Illinois at home. But yesterday against a rival, in a big-time environment at the Breslin Center where everybody was cheering us on, the home, and shout-out to the Izone, and again, everybody that was at the Breslin Center rooting for Michigan State. I seen there was a couple of recruits in the crowd like Jaden Akins and Caleb First, and I, it probably was somebody else too, but I, I definitely seen those two. But regardless, this was a great win. Really, really good basketball play from everybody. Like, Gabe Brown was hitting the shots. Aaron Henry didn't score a lot. He only had six points, but he was still creating. He had a really good play where he caught the ball, um, early in the second half, he caught the ball on the short corner, um, got the ball. Xavier Tillman was on the other side of the post on the um, block. He threw a pa he threw a bounce pass to him, got it to him, right through John Teske and laid it up. Like it was just a lot of really good basketball. Coach Izzo really does a great job in his staff of putting the players in the right positions to succeed, and it showed yesterday. They really did everything to a T. They had a few turnovers. I think they had they had 13 turnovers, which, you know, is a little too high. Again, I say we need to somehow keep it down to like 9, 8, somewhere in that range, but we still got the job done, of course. Michigan, they had 10 turnovers themselves, so they did a pretty good job protecting the ball, and it was just a good overall game. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. Like, we had, you know, we had to lead the entire game. Like, Michigan didn't lead the game not one moment throughout that game. Like, we led the entire 40 minutes of that basketball game. But, again, they did not quit. They played hard. They have some tough players. Like, honestly, Brandon Jones Jr., 
he struggled for most of this season because he's playing in an extended role, especially with Isaiah Livers being out. But he played a good game yesterday. I'm not even going to lie. He had a bucket where he was in the post. He was getting double teamed. It looked like he was about to get the ball ripped away or they were about to call a jump ball. And then all of a sudden, he just throws the ball up and it turns into an and one. He had another bucket early in the game where he hit a mid-range jumper. He played a really good game. He was aggressive getting to the line. I got to give him credit because... It was a couple games this season where he looked really looked like he did not deserve to wear a Michigan uniform, but he's definitely getting better. So I give credit to him for that. But again, man, this dude, Cassius Winston, is special. All the plays he made today, that step back where he had uh, Austin Davis by himself in the corner was disgusting. Again, he had that up and under move to, to take contact when he blew past John Teske and he created contact with Franz Wagner. He just had so many moves. that I think the biggest play of the day for him, though, was that three when he was coming down the court and Xavier Simpson was guarding him. He just shot it, and it was just money. And the Breslin Center literally just blew up. Like, this dude, honestly, I'll say it. He's better than Mateen Cleaves. He's the best point guard that Coach Izzo has ever coached. I'm sorry. If you guys know me, you know I love Mateen Cleaves. But, man, Cassius Winston dude put on an absolute show. If you get a chance, go watch the highlights of that game or go to Bleacher Report Hoops on Instagram or Twitter. Go see what Cassius Winston did versus Michigan. Like, literally... They had no, I mean, they had a game plan versus him, but they they couldn't stop him. Like, he was literally unguardable. I think last or yesterday was the best scoring outing that he's had in a Michigan State uniform. Like, he's had a couple of good games where he was literally just took over scoring-wise, but yesterday he really just took over. Like, I think his sophomore year when we went to the PK-80 in Portland, Oregon, which was Phil Knight's 80th birthday, a tournament thing, and they played UConn, that was one of his best scoring games. But yesterday versus Michigan was easily his best scoring game like we all know Cassius can pass I think he's second all time in Big Ten for assists now I think he only has like uh almost I think it's like under 40 uh until he can get to Mateen Cleaves which I think it's a good chance that he could end up getting um I think he can I think he will and he'll end up being first place in, for assists in the Big Ten which is a hell of an achievement but again man Michigan had no answer for this dude he's been the best player on the court you know for the fourth time in this rivalry going back to last year he's he's unstoppable right now like literally like he's catching his groove I think you know he's you know he's healing up a little bit I think he's feeling better you know I know he's still dealing with tragedy with his brother but I think he's getting more comfortable he's getting in the groove of things he's feeling like his old self and this team is riding right behind him and the things that I like today two things two things that I really really like today was Foster Lawyer, you guys all know, I give Foster Lawyer a hard time, but he played really, really well today, especially Coach Izzo said that he was going to play him alongside Cassius for a few minutes. He did that today, and Foster played really well. But the thing that really made me happy was Rocket Watts. Now, Rocket didn't really score throughout the game. He had eight points. I think all of his points came in the second half, but all of his buckets were really good buckets. He had two buckets that were off ISO buckets. The first one, he took David DeJulius off the off the uh, wing and just broke him down and kind of, you know, lost his foot in for a second. He threw it up off the for a floater and went off the bank and, and went in somehow. The second one was off a really good possession with our offense where, again, Xavier Tillman slipped the screen. He threw it to the corner. Defense rotated to him. He threw it to the corner for Rocket Watts, hit the three. His last bucket was pretty much the game sealer. Like, it was like we all knew the game was over probably with about, like, five minutes left in the game. But I think it was probably about two. I think it was probably about a minute left in the game, and Rocket pretty much had the ball. Uh, Michigan pressed us. Rocket threw it up to Aaron Henry. He got it back, um, and pretty much Cassius just told him like one shot, take and you know go get a bucket, and and that's exactly what he did. He had Franz Wagner on the left wing. He did two dribbles through his legs, and he just pulled up for three. And I, I was looking at Dane Five, you know, assistant coach from Michigan State, 
and he he like wiped it away. Like he said, that's a terrible shot. Like he almost looked mad when Rocket shot that shot, and it went in, and he couldn't say nothing. Like I don't think they understand. Like I know the coaching staff kind of understands, but I really don't think people understand how good Rocket Watts is. Like Rocket Watts is just as good as Tyrese Maxey. Like I'm saying that right now, and I think the only thing that separates them right now is. Tyrese has much more speed. He's he's faster than Rocket, and he's he's slightly more athletic. I think that's the only difference. But besides that, they both can get microwave type of buckets, and that's gonna build Rocket's confidence. And we can get you know solid contributions from Rocket night in and night out. It's gonna be really good. And trust me, if we don't get it this year, Rocket is gonna be a great player next year. He's gonna be our starting point guard next year, so I'm not even worried about that. But regardless, hell of a win, great win. You know. Young Steve Izzo got in the game. I was really happy for him. And a great win. All in all, it was a great win. Um, And, yeah, uh, John Teske, one last thing. John Teske did foul out with probably, I think it was like three minutes and 40 seconds left in the game. But, honestly, those fouls weren't even his fault. Like, I think, like, two, maybe even three of his fouls in this game that occurred were off illegal screens. None of those illegal screens were his fault. And I'm going to tell you why. Most of the time when illegal screens happen, and this was the case today for John Teske, when an illegal screen happens, it's usually the point guard's fault or whoever has the ball in their hands because they didn't wait for the screen to be set. You have to wait for your screen man to set his feet to set a screen. If you just go, like if you just see your screen man coming and you just automatically go, the refs are going to call an illegal screen every time. And Xavier Simpson, and I think it was either David DeJulius or Eli Brooks that did not wait for um, John Teske to set his feet. And he got fouls because of it. That's not John Teske's fault at all. Trust me. So he played a hell of a game. He was probably their best player on the floor for them yesterday. So give him credit. But again, hell of a win. Um, some team stats real quick. Uh, Michigan shot 5 of 23 from the three-point line, which is really bad. Of course, they're missing Isaiah Livers regardless. 21%. It's not going to get it done, especially at the Breslin Center in East Lansing. For my Spartan Dogs, we shot 7 of 15 from the three-point line, which is really good. Marcus Bingham finally hit him a three. I was really happy for him. I think he shot one of two from the three-point line yesterday, but still, he made one. I was really happy for him. We shot 41% from the, or 46% from the three-point line, excuse me. Uh, Michigan shot 14 of 22 from the free throw line, which is 63%. Again, that's a little bit too low. You got to make your free throws. I think Austin Davis missed a couple. Um, I believe David DeJulius missed a couple. I know Xavier Simpson missed a couple. Your point guard can't be missing free throws. Like That's your leader. Xavier Simpson has to make his free throws. For my Spartan Dogs, we shot 24 of 33 from the free throw line, which should be better. Um, I forget who missed the free throws for us, but I know it was a couple people. I, I know Xavier Tillman missed one. I think, oh yeah, Gabe Brown missed one. I don't know who missed the other ones, but we got to get better with that. 72% still not bad, though. Another stat, we out-rebounded Michigan 43-34. to That's plus nine on the board, so that's really good. Even though, I will say this, even though we did out-rebound them today, it was a couple possessions where we got out-hustled. Like, it was a play where Xavier Tillman blocked Austin Davis, and somehow David DeJulius came from the opposite three-point line to the post and got the rebound. And you could see Xavier Tillman was really, really mad at Gabe Brown. Like, he yelled at him, like, how do you get out-hustled by probably the smallest person on the court in David DeJulius? So we still got to do a little bit better when it comes to rebounding, but I'm not too mad at that. Um, Another thing, we had 12 blocks. Xavier Tillman himself had six blocks. He was really, really active. Aaron Henry had two blocks. Marcus Bingham had two blocks. So I was really, really happy with our um, defense uh, yesterday. So really good with that. And again... 13 turnovers, hopefully we can get that down by a little bit. Michigan had 10, and so 
Overall, just a really good game, man. I'm happy we got the rivalry win. Again, we will see them next month in February, the first week of February. I believe it's the 5th of February where we have to go to Ann Arbor. It will be a hostile environment. It's always tough beating an opponent twice, so we cannot go in there expecting to just beat them up again, and we got to be ready. So great game, good win. Our next game is this Thursday, the 9th of January versus Minnesota versus Richard Pitino and his squad. Another team that we cannot sleep on because they beat Ohio State just a few weeks ago. I believe they were ranked number one at the time, so we cannot sleep on them. They got a couple good players on that team, but great win. Again, 14th ranked Michigan State Spartans beat Michigan by a score of 87 to 69. Michigan was the higher ranked team in this contest, but we got the job done. Shout out to Cassius Winston. Shout out to all my Spartan dogs. Shout out to Spartan Nation. And as always, please go check out Nuts and Bolts Sports. Go check out their podcast network. I'm featured on their podcast, but they got a whole bunch of other really good podcasts and good content creators. Go check out their blogs and articles. I'm featured on their college basketball blog and i and they got a whole bunch of other really good content creators like i stated but as always that is nuts and bolts sports this has been another episode of the kevo bands hoops podcast please like comment subscribe rate review share and all those other good things and if you listen to my podcast on apple Podcasts, please 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 leave a rate and review that is how we share and expand the podcast and again you guys have a lovely and bless the rest of your week. Grind hard. Strive closer to your goals and dreams. Keep striving for your aspirations. Don't give up. Keep pushing through all the negativity. And again, have a great rest of your week. As always, peace, love, and blessings gone.